And we are live. JT here. Welcome to the huddle. The huddle is where I sit down with successful people from the world of sport and coaching. It's to learn more about their journey to greatness. Why do I have these conversations? Because success always leaves clues. I want to take a moment to thank you, whether you are watching on YouTube or on Facebook, or whether you're listening to the audio on the podcast. Thank you so much for being here with me and my special guest today. And here's my friendly reminder to you. The mind is like a parachute. It works best when it's wide open. So my challenge to you is to go all in on this conversation, to remove any distractions and get laser focus in the here and the now. And I guarantee you, you will gain a valuable nugget of wisdom that will not only help you succeed in sport, but more importantly, in the game of life. I've been looking forward to my conversation with my special guest today. Uh, we had the opportunity to meet last summer at a Football Ontario event, and there was something when we met, there was just, again, there's a certain energy, there's a certain enthusiasm that he had, that he embodied, that he shared with me, and I just thought, ooh, this is interesting. I, I want to learn more about his journey to greatness. Uh, my guest in the huddle today is currently serving as the VP of Sales and Marketing with Area 51 Sports. My guest in the huddle today is Jim Cooper. How are you today, brother? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, definitely, brother. Before we get uh, kicked off, pun intended, I just want to take a <laughs> moment to count my blessings. Uh, for me, this is a daily practice. Some days I do it better than others. Uh, but I do find the days where I'm most intentional with counting my blessings. I do find life is filled with a little bit more love, a little bit more joy and peace. And I'm a big believer that the biggest blessing you can give anyone is your time and energy. So I just want to thank you again for blessing me with some of your time and energy today here, brother. I'm honored to be here. Absolutely. So uh, one of the first things I'd like to do in the huddle is to remind others that life is a game. And games are supposed to be fun. So I'm curious, what's an interesting fact? Uh, I had a coaching colleague and a good friend that said, we all have these things that make us unique and different. So celebrate them. So, so I'm curious, what's an interesting fact that maybe a lot of people don't know about you that you'd be open to sharing with our community today? Hmm. An interesting fact about me that not a lot of people know. Um Okay, I'm going to go back to my high school days, and three days before I was to play in my very first high school football game, I was hit by a motorcycle. I uh, I was crossing the street right in front of the school, uh, you know, maybe was a little preoccupied with the uh, conversation that was going on and car that was... Uh, you know, maybe coming a little too close. I don't remember. I have permanent amnesia of the situation, but took a step back into an oncoming Kawasaki Ninja and uh, thus ended uh, that year of football for me. Um, you know, life hands you what you are supposed to be able to handle. Um, you know, I uh, that could have 
that could have changed things for me dramatically in terms of whether I decided to continue down the path of, you know, sports being a big part of my life or just saying, you know what, I don't like this pain. Um, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go down another route and, uh, you know, just be, just be Jim and, and, you know, get a job work, you know, fortunately, you know, my brain told me I wasn't done. And, uh, after that, uh, you know, I was, uh, I was very fortunate that football played a, has played a large part of my life ever since, um, you know, going through and, and having success at the high school level, the university level, and then being able and fortunate enough to spend five years traveling around the, the CFL as a, as a, as a CFL football player and, and young Canadian. Um, and then having, you know, been having gotten into coaching after that, uh, being on some board levels and, and, you know, as we were talking offline there, now I get the opportunity to talk football every day as a part of my business as well. So, um, you know, I, I, not a lot of people know that about my past. Um, it is, it, you know, it's one of those things. I have a, a permanent reminder on a daily basis because uh, one of my ears is is not quite like the other. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's something that could have changed my trajectory greatly should I have chosen a different path. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate you you sharing and, and sharing you know uh, you know something near and dear to your heart. Um, I'm curious as you were sharing, you know, one thing I really heard from you was again this idea of like perseverance, right? The resilience, and and you've been around this beautiful game at you know as a high quality athlete, as a high quality coach, you know, for many years. Um, so I'm cur curious beyond the idea. of uh, perseverance, persistence, right? That, that resilience, what would you say has been the, uh, biggest life lesson you've taken from sport? Again, I know there's many, but, but what has been that one constant life lesson that you still find yourself applying to your life today? Accountability. That one's easy. Um, as a, <laughs> I, I was an offensive lineman. So, um, if I wasn't accountable to my job and the other guys that were there with me uh, on the line, uh, our running backs wouldn't have success. Our quarterbacks wouldn't have success. And, you know, fast forward to today, if I was, if I'm not accountable to my family, uh, you know, I, I bills don't get paid. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, it, it's just a, a thing that you, you learn um through sport and and it's not just in football it's any kind of it's any sport really because not only do team sports make you accountable to those around you but those individual sports as well you're not just out there on your own so sport in general makes you learn that there are so many other people that attribute to your success but then you also attribute to theirs mm -hmm. and um you know, it's that it's that ability to understand and work at work as a as a unit that mm. that can bring um, a lot of success to not only sport, but to your life. Mm. I love that. You know, and I love the simplicity of that. I, mean, I love that you shared this idea, but like accountability, 
right? Uh, You know, I like in sport, anyone that's ever been on a powerful team understands, you know, the importance of, you know, playing for something bigger than yourself, you know, whether you as an offensive lineman, whether it was taking pride in, 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 you know, doing your job. So it created, you know, running lanes for the running back or giving time for the quarterback to, you know, step back and and throw the football. And it's interesting that, you know, beyond the accountability, um, I always find it's, it's that ability to, you know, say you're going to do something, but then actually follow up with the action, right. And, and building that trust muscle with yourself, with, with, you know, your teammates. So, so I'm curious, how important has that been for you as you went along your journey, the ability to, again, play something for bigger than yourself and the ability to, Hey, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to hold myself accountable and I'm going to follow through with focused action. Well, you know, it's, um, that's kind of the whole, the whole premise on life is, is that, and, and how we're, we're judged as people is holding up to what, you know, we say we're going to do. Um, are we all perfect and a hundred percent true to everything we say? No, because we're human. Um, and everybody deserves a little bit of leeway. Uh, you, you know, uh, here and there, but, you know, are we generally, you know, doing what we're going to say? And, you know, I, I, I try to, especially, you know, in, in my coaching side of things, when I'm, when I'm leading and teaching and coaching young men, um, the, the ability to get up, stand up and, and, and do, and and do what you say you're going to do hopefully you know and it it doesn't always have to be big things the ability to show up on time the ability to you know put something together in a in a practice plan to you know if you say you're going to help and develop an athlete to get from point a to point b you have to have a plan to do that so does your plan ed- execute on what you've said? And, you know, if if we can show that to and be in an accountability fashion to the people that we're trying to lead, um, I think that helps us bring the next generation along to be as accountable better people than us, you know, always passing along things to the next generation so that they can be successful in their lives too. Mm. I I love that reminder, which you, you know, which you were sharing that idea of like, yes, we all have goals. We all, we all aspire to, to follow through right. A hundred percent of the time, but it's also understanding that life is filled with ebbs and flows and, and being able to give others and ourselves a little bit of patience, a little bit of understanding that you're not going to get it right. hundred percent of the time that it's, it's a really important, it's a simple life skill, but again, one that's very freeing. Um, well, so I'm curious, sorry, go ahead. I truly believe JT that, you know, and, and there's so many, there's so many sports quotations out there around um, the idea that, you know what, it's okay to fail as long as you learn something from it. Mm-hmm. 
And so if you can, if you can kind of match the two ideas that, you know what, and, and, and like we, like we talked about being, being human, not like we're going to fail as people, but as long as we're given a little bit of, of leeway and a lesson is learned from it, then we're going to be better as humans coming out on the other side. Mm, Absolutely. Um, So I'm curious. You know, one thing that's been unique about your journey as we were talking before we went live was, you know, again, you were a high quality athlete you, and, and you, you know, had the opportunity to play at the highest level. And then, you know, you transitioned into coaching and then you've also developed and gained this, this wealth of experience in business and in sales. So I'm curious, what inspired you to embark with Area 51 at this next phase of your uh, journey? Well, it was, you know what, it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, situation where things just, things just came together at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and maybe it's, maybe it's the fact that it was, it was the universe telling me that, okay, this is where you're meant to be. Um, but, uh, you know, I, like, like we talked, I've been part of a, a few uh, large organizations that have given me, uh, you know, a wealth of, of tools um, and skills to be able to now bring into Area 51. Um, but, uh, you know, it, life is funny how, how it happens, right? And the sports industry as a whole, we learned how delicate it is when the pandemic broke. Because not only myself, but there were a lot of other people in the, in the same position within the sporting world that had employment change for them. Um, when the world pressed pause on sports for pretty much two years, there was a big lack of need for a lot of things that a sporting goods company or a sports recognition company or what have you had need for therein lied the 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 surplus of people working in those industries that weren't able to do their jobs and as such uh you know they had to take a pause too so um you know i along with countless thousands of other people um had the pause button pushed and, you know, went searching for the next opportunity. Had one come available that really didn't quite pan out and very fortunate that now looking back, very fortunate that it didn't um, because three days late, like, and it's funny, you know, as well as I do that this football world isn't really that big in the grand scheme of things. So I had, I had met Carlo um, a number of years ago when I, when I first kind of moved back to Ontario from BC after my football playing career was done. And, um, you know, Carlo was coaching with the Toronto junior Argos and I was coaching with the Peterborough Wolverines and, uh, we just we ended up 
playing off one afternoon and things got a little ugly. And as you know, he is a coach and me as a coach and we're, you know, that's how we kind of first interacted with each other so many years ago. So we've known each other for so long and finally came the opportunity where we would see each other at different events and reconnect here and there. And all of a sudden, Carlos like, we got to get you involved with area 51. And it finally came that the opportunity was right from their side. The opportunity was right from my side. And I haven't gone to work a day since. I love that. Um, again, as you were sharing, you know, one of those themes that really came out was like the reminder that life's all divine timing, right? Like things happen exactly when they're supposed to no sooner, no later. And I always find that it's a great reminder, especially for us, you know, high quality coaches, because sometimes mm -hmm. we want to, we think that, you know, control, like there's, we, I think we have this illusion of a lot more control than we actually have. Um, and I love the fact of, like you shared that every experience into your life up to that point had prepared you for what you're doing now, right? All of these, all of these relationships, all of this, you know, understanding of, you know, the game from a coaching from, you know, equipment to, you know, just everything has, has come together to what you're doing now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like I said, I haven't been to work a day since I started with area 51 and, it really is is true because um, when when you love the sport and then you get to know it from all levels, um, you know, then now it's just it's just kind of fitting fitting what we can do to the needs that we know our customers have, and and when like I tell people when when service people and price come into a line that's when good business lasts mm -hmm. so it sounds it's you know a great reminder of that woody hayes book that you know you win with people right um what have you seen right so Again, a, I, I will i will let you have a woody hayes quote <laughs> um how important is it Right. Like how important is it to relationships? Because I think sometimes, again, you put people that, you know, high quality athletes, high quality coaches, you know, they have big ambitions. They have big desires. They want to be the best. How have you found like the importance of being able to balance that? But understanding at the end of the day, it's a game and we're playing, you know, we, we really have to foster this idea of like being great people first. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it. I truly believe that people like doing business with people they like. And we're seeing, we're seeing a trend now where people want to get, there's, there's two sides of, of, of sales business happening right now. One is the Amazon side of things where People want to be 100% transactional and they want what they want now and they can get it. But 
that only works for certain things. The other side of it is that people want an experience mm. with with whom they're doing business with. Well, from our perspective, that experience is us. Right? So if we're not if we're not putting our best foot forward during every meeting we have, we're not putting out the best experience for our customer. Mm. The fact that the three of us all have playing, coaching, organizational level experience allows us to walk the talk. So, and, and and that puts us in a very different playing field than, uh, you know, some of the people we do business against. Because from a, especially from a football perspective, um, it's hard to find an organization that has three football people working the, the whole business. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you come from a, when you come from that point, I don't think there's an organization that better understands the football business than we do. So it's interesting. It sounds like it's, yeah, football equipment, football apparel, you know, that's kind of what, you know, you're selling, but really you're in the relationship business. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. You're in the business of when people interact with you, you do your best to leave them with the impression of increase that they feel like they've gained more in use value mm -hmm. than, than the sort of the cash value exchange. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're, we're not just that transactional business, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we, we feel that from a, from a business side of things, we've aligned ourselves properly with our suppliers, but mm -hmm. you know, and now we can take our football experience and, and knowing what's involved and be able to effectively be that product expert mm -hmm. because we've we've used it we've worn it we've had to fit it we we know what works well from a you know if, if we're talking you know uniforms and jerseys you know we know what works well and and what the what the pain points are in a jersey mm. so you know when we look at at designing and 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 building our own you know five one brand of a lineup of football uniforms they're going to be very well built because we know where the pain points are in 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 jerseys you know is it is there going to be a little trial and error at the beginning absolutely but you know all those growth pains under armor went through nike went through adidas went through they just had a bigger name and deeper pockets to start out with yeah and, and i love that i love how you again you acknowledge the fact that hey like any growth right whether it's you know during a football season when there's the start of a new relationship whether it's starting a new business, there's always going to be these growth pains, these ebbs and flows. And again, this is where it's important that regardless, it's reminding yourself that to practice some patience and understanding with others and self, 
And that's what allows you to move forward. So I love that again, how everything's coming full circle. They do, you know, it's, it's, it's just the way, it's just the way things, things work <laughs> and, and, and things, Hey, you know what, if, if people were so hard on others, Phil Knight would never have gotten away from using the waffle iron to make his shoe bases. Everybody's got to start somewhere. Yeah. Hmm. So, so I'm curious, you know, you were mentioning that since you've been on this journey, there has been a period of exponential growth. Like I've, I've seen it in terms of just how things are, are scaling, right? Just the demand, people are becoming more aware of, 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 of what you have to offer. What has that been like? And I would be curious, like, is it similar to what it's like the start of a football season with kind of like the ebbs and flows of a season? Yeah, I would really love to know what has it been like in your journey with Area 51 being in a huge yeah. opportunity of growth? You know, um, it's it, it it's very much like chasing a championship, right? You get on that roll where things, you know, things... It, I liken it to, you know, getting an expansion franchise. Things at things at the beginning. Let's 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 put let's put the Golden Knights aside because they did it in well, let's not. I'm gonna say let's not, because that's what I wanna be. And and that's where that's where that's where we wanna be as a company. We don't wanna toil at the very beginning for long. We want to get on a roll, get good at what we do, and then just knock it out of the park consistently. How do we do that? We find the best products that we that we can get. Um, you know, we're aligned with with various suppliers from across the globe that allow us to to fit what our customers need um in any price point uh, from from non-branded stuff to our own 5-1 brand to our suppliers with Under Armour we can we can fit that that need there from a from a clothing apparel and uniform standpoint um from an equipment standpoint you know we're aligning ourselves with who we truly believe are the best manufacturers and safest manufacturers of equipment out there um what that has allowed us to do is have those conversations to start that that growth trend because we can come in have provide that that level of expert knowledge behind it have those conversations with coaches boards organizations um to say look we know what you're trying to achieve. Here's what we can do. Does this work for you? Because we want to be, we don't want to come in and, and be that company that just tells people what they need. We want to be able to be advisors and then fit need. Mm. We know that if we're able to do that, we're going to build a relationship. And like we talked earlier, 
relationship is our business. Once we have that relationship built, we're going to work our butts off to keep that relationship strong, healthy, and, and moving forward so that we never lose that relationship. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, then we just, then we just have fun and go to work every day. Love that. I, I again, I, I I love your process. Like you can kind of see like the the mental process working through. Uh, and one thing that really sort of caught my ear was this idea of you talked about like our go- you know, your job is to be that specialized knowledge, right? Like again, it's been gained through years and decades of lived experience as a high quality athlete, high quality coach, and just seeing it through a lot of different lenses. Mm-hmm. How important is that? when coaching to see yourself as like someone who can advise someone who can guide because i know from my and the reason i ask that is from my own experience i know when i first started coaching i was like okay i like these are the best drills and you kind of just you just you you know you're more like pontificating right where as you get older at least if i have found that i i I look at myself position myself more as a guide and my job is to kind of just help sort of walk alongside of you and, mm-hmm. and support. So yeah, I'd be curious on your perspective on you know the idea of like a coach or a leader being an advisor, a guide. Yeah, um, you know, and I think I think as we all kind of mature through life and through the coaching cycle, right? And 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 I was much like you when I came out of my playing days. I was I was full of. I knows, right? Because I had just come out of playing at the absolute highest level in this country. So I got started into coaching and, you know, still kind of that aggressive style. And over the course of the last 20 years, my coaching style has changed dramatically to being that mentor, that, that developer, that guide, where, and I think it comes from the fact that as we, as we return back to our roots and the, the, you know, getting involved with, with coaching young athletes, you're not dealing with the 0.5%. You're dealing with a lot of different people and the the more you learn about who those people are what drives them Mm. you mature in your coaching ways because now you can adapt so much quicker to being able to tell this athlete over here one thing one way and the same thing but differently over here because this athlete responds to so many different types of 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 you know cues that you now have to be that kind of calmer teacher you know and and it, it but that also allows it's kind of funny how that transition happens because 
if you actually notice, that's the transition that starts you out from position coach all the way through to coordinator, head coach types of, of situations because you're now able to handle all of those, not only the players, because now you've got more players mm -hmm. to kind of interact with and, and guide, but you're also guiding the coaches mm -hmm. and helping them through their journey. So I, that's how I see it. Mm. I love that. And again, as you were sharing, it sort of reminded me that, again, it's giving ourselves some grace and, and patience and understanding that as you walk this journey of life, you're you're gonna you're gonna gain valuable uh lived experience and you're gonna gain some wisdom. And it was interesting that as you were sharing there, it just reminded me that you know, great coaches, great leaders they see themselves as a guide. Like you said, like they understand that certain, you know, people they're leading need this, certain others need it this. And that's the idea of like, are we giving people what they need to get to where they say they want to go? Mm -hmm. and, and I love that really by, by showing people, by having them take courageous action, you empower people to become the hero of their life. And then that actually create, that's actually scalable. That's sustainable because again, they become the hero of their life in whatever phase of their journey they're in. Mm -hmm. mm. Okay. So I'm curious. Um, yeah. What, what, what's, what's next, you know, in your journey uh, with area 51 or just along your coaching journey? Yeah. What, what would you like to see happen that could really help our beautiful game even grow even more and and we can bless more people with these beautiful life lessons that are built inherently in our game i think you know um i think for for football in canada we're at a very interesting junction um we're you know football seeing growth for the first time in a very long time but it's in different avenues, not in, you know, it's funny because if you look at, if you look at certain pockets of the country is not, not unlike where, where I live right now, um, we're actually seeing kind of a downtick in high school football, mm -hmm. but an uptick in community football in things like flag seven on seven, so on and so forth. So there's some really good trends happening in football that could move the needle. Um, you know, as 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 the year, the next few years come along. Mm -hmm. What I hope is that that trend continues in a popularity push through the CJFL, through U Sports, and into the CFL. Because the game that we play in this country is awesome. And, and there's not enough people that realize that yet. Um, I think we're I think we're on a cusp of of potentially seeing a big wave of new movement with the youth that play this game because 
you know, if you look at if you look at where the growth trend is in a lot of tackle football in Canada, it's not at the U16, U18 level. Right now it's at U10, U12, U14. Which really excites me because that's a whole new wave of football people, football fans, football parents <laughs> that that all of a sudden get introduced to this game called Canadian football. They then look for opportunities to gain more knowledge, more interest and excitement by attending more Canadian football events, which, you know, that is the CJFL. Very affordable to to get a family out to watch a, a local event. Do we have enough teams across this country? No. Um, you know, U Sports, again, another very affordable family outing. The football, I'm a little biased because I played it. My son is about to play it. Um, and 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 here's you know it's funny because I I talk to Chavez, um a lot about the differences between the NFL athlete and the Canadian the CFL athlete, especially from a Canadian standpoint. We're at a position right now in Canada where there are more. Canadian kids playing in the NCAA than ever before. The level of football that is being played at the U sports level right now is unbelievable. These guys are amazing athletes, amazing people, amazing students, and they don't get enough credit for it. And then I had the fortunate ability to bounce around the CFL for five years as a player. I saw athletes, Canadian athletes, that were just as good as the American counterparts. Just as good or better. And they don't get enough notoriety. We need to start tooting our own horn. <laughs> and I will, I will stand on top of that mountain and preach it till the day I die. Hmm. Well, it's interesting. And again, I, I love how life is full circle, right? Again, hearing you share that was just, it, it's time that we start celebrating what's uniquely us, what makes our game different, what makes it beautiful. And we need to support it at all levels because the more people we have coming into our game, tackle, flag, women, you know, men at any age group, then we can bless more people with these amazing life lessons that we've both been fortunate to have come into our lives. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious, uh, I, I know that this conversation has, has been absolutely fascinating to me. Uh, I'm curious if anyone has, you know, wants to learn more about area 51 sports and just kind of, you know, what you have to offer and, and their interest has really been peaked. What what's the best way people can learn more, follow you? Yeah, I'd, I'd love to know. Um, yeah, so the best ways to 
kind of learn and see what we're all about is through our social channels. Um, you know, a quick Instagram or Twitter search on Area 51 gets you gets you to our pages and and you know allows you allows you to follow us real fast. Um, you know, we talked about our our growth trend and how things have been going very fast. Our our website unfortunately hasn't kept up with our growth. We're, you know, we're like I said, like we talk about, we're we're three guys doing going out and 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 hitting the pavement every day. Um the website isn't always at the forefront of our of our minds, but you know, it is area51sports.ca. Uh if you you know if you want to go around, take a tour, uh, and then and then connect with us via email. Um on, you know, our our email is is on our website. You can DM us in our social channels. Uh, um we definitely post more socially than we do to our website. So but that's where everybody lives these days. Yeah, um, yeah. And, uh, you know, we're, we're putting out some, some really cool things these days. Like we're, we just branded our own uh, couple of items of, of uh, equipment. So we're, you'll now find area 51 sports is now the, the driver of a tech equipment. And uh, so we've got our own uh, ATEC helmet cover, which uh, you know is that is that funky looking space age thing that goes over the uh, over the football helmet to decrease uh, head trauma in practice. Um, we are just about to launch our brand new uh, Canadian first Canadian composite football branded item. Um, so we've we've developed and created our own composite football just for the Canadian marketplace. We call it the Rouge. And then and then we've also developed the first truly um the first truly branded to women's football composite football called the breakthrough. And then on the apparel side, we're just about to launch our um, our five one brand of uh, of 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 uh, lifestyle brand apparel, and uh, so we've got a lot of things going on. Um, stay tuned to our social channels; you'll uh, you'll be able to see it all once it uh, once it goes mainstream. Absolutely, and I'll be happy to share all of those. Uh different uh, ways people can follow and connect and see kind of all the fun, exciting things that Area 51 uh, Sports is up to. Uh, Jim, I, I just want to take a moment to uh, acknowledge you. I want to take a moment to acknowledge you for the great man you are, right? The great dad, the great life partner, great teacher, coach, mentor, but more importantly, the amazing human being you are. You know, I found from this conversation that what I really got from this was the reminder that to win at the game of life, you got to focus on on helping and and serving the hearts of others. And and I just love the simplicity of it. And I I and I just just that reminder is is that's how you create win win wins in life. So I just want to thank you for blessing me with some of your time and providing me with that simple reminder. Well, I definitely appreciate you having me on, JT. Thank you. Yeah, it's all good. So folks, uh, Jim dropped so many valuable nuggets of wisdom that will not only help you succeed in sport, but more importantly, in the game of life. 
But as I like to remind you every week in the huddle, knowledge is potential power. It's a consistent and focused application of great knowledge that actually creates great results. So my challenge to you is to take one of these valuable nuggets of wisdom and go apply it to your life today. And as I'd like to remind you every week in the huddle, you are deserving of greatness. You are worthy of greatness. You are greatness. And my only ask from these conversations is if it resonated with you, if it touched your heart, then please share it with a friend, a loved one, a teammate, or just someone you feel that would benefit from hearing these simple, positive, and empowering ideas. As always, I love having these conversations with you. Have a blessed rest of your day, and we will connect next time in the huddle. Have a blessed rest of your day, everyone.